Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. Crash Plan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Now, this shouldn't be such a big deal, but in my marriage, you know how we've talked many times about how we divvy up tasks in, in the household. Mm-hmm. One of the tasks that I hold very close to me is being in charge of Christmas magic. Okay. Mm-hmm. And yet this year, my husband had very strong opinions that our main tree be decorated not a way I wanted to move forward mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. And it was. I don't even know if there was a compromise. I just sort of let it happen because I didn't know what else to do in the situation. (laughs) But I'm just curious, of those of you listening, do you guys like trade off? I saw for the first time a video this year about people trading off like who decides how like Christmas is going to go. And I, that sounds. No, no, no. I'm like, (laughs) I think there's one idea to have. A trade-off of, like, whose family you're visiting. Uh-huh, right. But, like, the idea to also trade off how it's going to go, like, yeah. in your family unit is, like, way too much control well, to be relinquishing. And, and luckily, in my partnership, we are both very committed to upholding traditions. And, yeah. like, it's actually harder for us to try something new because of what we've either always done or what we did last year or whatever. So once we find our rhythm, we kind of force our outside family to change their schedule so we can have our routine and rhythm. And so like historically, you know, I come from a family of divorce. Brian has his single family unit and all of his even extended family comes to one family center for Christmas prior to having a kiddo. It was easy for us to just be like, where do you want us? We'll show up. We'll be there. Well, as soon as you have a kid and like, especially as they get older and they care more about Christmas morning at home, in my opinion and how I was raised was that 
Christmas morning is prioritized with like just the people who live in that household. Yeah. And like you spend however much time you want, like waking up, doing breakfast, listen to music, open your presents, play with your presents, like enjoy that time. And then if you do any family stuff on actual Christmas, it's like in the afternoon and it's more like games and dinner and just hanging out. But that is just not how like Brian's family structure has always done it. So we've definitely had to compromise because there were a couple of years where they wanted us up north, which is at minimum a 30 minute drive. If there's no weather, it's taken us over an hour to get there before they wanted us there at like 11 in the morning sometimes. And every year I push back the time that we're showing up because I don't want to, I'm not setting alarm on Christmas morning. I'm not rushing around. I'm not doing it. Oh, so and I, I don't put down about things. A I lot. don't think you should have to. I think the part that's been a little bit odd for us is we are the ones without kids, but uh-huh. both of our siblings have young children now. And so they doing... have the most space. And so that's like, right. A... <laughs> but they have like an evolution of like what's important to them happening. Yeah. And then add COVID on top of that. Yeah. Like yeah. A- any tradition that was had is now structured. There's no structure anymore. Uh-huh. And Jared and I are both craving having it back. Yeah. But yeah. in the craving having it back, Jared is just like off the wall. Let's try all this random yeah. crap. And I'm like, hone it in, hone it in. Anyway, it's fine. Well, I just, I didn't quite imagine having a traditional red tree so many red balls in my so living room. balls. No, we don't do red. I am wanting to introduce, and I started this last year. I am a big fan of really colorful Christmas. I love looking at traditional like reds and golds and blues and silvers and all of that. But I truly love the like brighter version of that, which is very so not normal for me because that's not. But I think I like it because it's a contained like it's only up for a month. And it's just like really colorful. So I started getting like teal and purple and like mustard gold color bulbs last year and the year before. And so we have two trees. And I think the key here is having multiple trees because one person can kind of own like, this is what I want this one to look like, kind of like what y'all are doing. But he, he wanted the main tree for that. So our main tree is, this does go back and forth because we have our main tree in our living room, which is our nine foot tree. And then we have a shorter tree in our dining room in front of the really big windows. We could technically get another tree because we have a bay window in that side room there, which I might do because... I love me a good, either like heavily frosted tree, like the really messy ones. The crazy thing, we bought a tree this year and in the effort of buying a tree, I just happened to touch a flock tree. Whatever they do now, it doesn't come off. Oh, oh, the flock doesn't come off. I feel like that might be my clearance buy this year because what I try to do is plan for what I'm going to want new next year and I get everything on sale. I'm sure it's not an equal opportunity for Christmas. But the one I touched, I was like, I am yanking the branch and there is no, nothing, nothing is coming. Okay. If you see one on good sale, send it my way. Cause I'm I'm committed to getting a flocked tree for the window room this year. Well, I know you're listening to this post Christmas, but, but your tree better still be up. (laughs) If your tree is not currently still up, I don't know who you are. Here's the most depressing thing about our Christmas, though. (laughs) I mean, this is me being dramatic, but 
Penelope's birthday is nine days after Christmas. It is. I still am upset about that for you. It's very upsetting. And so my best friend's mom has a birthday days before Christmas. And she has always been like, when it's my birthday, we're doing my birthday. Don't decorate. Don't, we're not doing holiday anything. Don't wrap it in Christmas paper. Like this is my birthday, honor my birthday. And then we can have Christmas, which I totally get. Like your birthday is your thing. And I absolutely love when people are obsessed about their own birthdays. And so for Penny, whenever the tree is up and we're winding down, I always ask her like before your party and before people come over, do you want the tree down because it's Christmas time and it's not your birthday? Or do you want it still up because it's magical and it's fun? And every year so far, she's wanted it to come down. And it makes me sad (laughs) because her birthday is January 4th. And so I personally would leave the tree up probably like two weeks into January, but it's been coming down like on the third, the second, the third, the last couple of years. Mm. Yeah. I don't know how long I like the Martin Luther King day kind of, cause that's yeah. two, two and a half weeks in yeah. the year usually. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Well, we'll update you, but we just wanted to have kind of a chill chat today to, you know, in the past, speaking of traditions, we have shared an episode around this time of year, kind of just, we don't have notes. We're just free balling the conversation, so to speak about ideas of what we want next year to look like for products, for launches, for releases, for offers, for ways of doing things, whatever. And we kind of consider this like our pre-planning brainstorm conversation, and we'd like to have it on air with y'all. And so we wanted to do that again today and talk about next year. I do know there's one thing that we've already decided and committed to doing that I'm ecstatic about, and we need to, I'm also very intimidated about. (laughs) Sure. Well, for sure, the thing that adds the most complication going into 2023 is for the last seven years, we've been very one way or the other. We were either kind of all in on the studio agency side or all in on the education side. And in 2022, we really, really dove in heavily to having a hybrid company and not just, you know, in the past it's been like, okay, well this thing is sort of like under the radar and we're doing it, but it's not like the thing we're publicizing. This was the first year that we're like, this is what we're doing and we're publicizing it. And it is on both sides of the spectrum. So it is a combination of educational where you DIY, we have a done with you inside of our program and mastermind. And then we have a done for you side that's really more agency level services. But going into 2023, the question at the top of my mind is, what is the right mix for our team? And what percentage of the company do we want to come from certain areas? I realize that it's going to naturally, it will decide itself in a lot of ways. But what are we aiming for and what is the goal there? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and this is a conversation that we have with y'all often about when, you know, when you're looking at the new year and really kind of putting a lot of pressure and stress on like having to figure out exactly like how the projects are going to shuffle out. And I think the the piece that's unspoken in the business world, and we talked about this a couple of weeks ago in a coaching call, is that like 
yes, I want you to have a plan and I want you to have preferably a spreadsheet that like marks out your different offers at the different price points and like how much time each offer takes you and how much money it brings in, et cetera. I want you to know the facts that don't really change. But ultimately when you're planning, like I want to do 10 of this offer or five of this one or 12 of this one or whatever it might be, you don't have total control over making sure those numbers match. And if you say you want five of this one, but you end up booking 10, then that's going to change how many of the other services that you offer. And so we were talking to some clients who were like, yeah, nearly like, every week, some months, but for sure every month, Abby's in our projection spreadsheet, fiddling with the numbers of what did we say we wanted, what actually happened, and now what is the new updated capacity moving forward. And the numbers of our available spots for specific offers in the new year change every single month based on what actually happens. And I think oftentimes the misconception is that in December, you can plan for the next year and be like, that's the plan now. I just need to make that exact plan happen. And that's not at all whatever happens. (laughs) No, it's absolutely an evolution. And you can kind of have this like, it's not even a best case scenario. It's literally just a prediction. Here's what could happen. Let's move forward forward with this case of the plan. It's not Mm -hmm. necessarily good better or best, right. you know, right. you might have some good, better or best financial goals, but in terms of your product mix, why people are so set on like, oh, I'm going to sell this many slots of this kind of thing. Why is that the goal? Like that is right. just an arbitrary thing to go after. Right. I would much rather look at where my leads coming from and what makes sense with the leads that are here and exactly. how can I product fit them in a way that utilizes my capacity the best in any scenario. And that capacity could grow and evolve and change at any moment. And there's just certain things you can't predict. Like we have a team member who's moving cross country at the moment. I couldn't have predicted that three months ago. And will that affect our capacity internally? I mean, for at least a short period of time, yeah, like it will. (laughs) So, And that's fine. You can plan around those things. But going into next year, my mind is on a couple of different scenarios we've talked about. And I would say at this point, they're all really loose. But the first thing we plan to kick off in January is a very intimate mastermind. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which we're having conversations with folks now, by the time that you're actually listening to this, it's probably pretty buttoned up with who's going to be in that mastermind. But there are kind of two things that have been asked about for a really long time that Abby and I have, we never said never, but we were basically like, I don't have any brain capacity to even entertain that right now. So not this year, not this year, not this year. And we have been asked for multiple, multiple years to create some sort of higher level mastermind. Now, I think we kind of thought we were achieving that with the incubator. Like, this is our high level. This is great. This is what it is. And it's always so funny to me. And I love this, that that business still keeps surprising me. But being in that group, realizing, oh, there's even a subset within this group that can have higher or different level conversations. And I see how this could evolve. So that is literally proving our point from what we were just talking about of letting things just kind of fall how they fall as you go about doing business. 
And so we ultimately decided to get real specific about who we wanted in our intimate mastermind. It's literally called the mastermind, by the way. So we're not just not telling you the name. We definitely took a page out of all Swifty's book there. And I love it. So we're going to have, you know, less than 15, 15 cap in the mastermind with marketing boutique founders and CEOs who are about that 20 to 25K on average monthly revenue, um, who are looking to scale into a full-blown agency. So hire more, use systems in a different way, really shift their role as a true CEO and founder and out of that like constant doer stage. And I'm really, really excited about not just the conversations that are happening in there, but because of that mastermind, we're also doing something else that we've been asked for many years to do and have put off. And I'm kind of scared, excited, scared. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. 
I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. We are officially also doing a retreat and we in person retreat. (laughs) Yeah, we've been asked multiple times to do this. And I think we were probably about ready to get the gumption early 2020. And then we all know where that went. So um, (laughs) that was put on pause for a while. And, you know, as things are kind of rolling, rolling in and people are more willing to go out into the world, we're excited about this option. You know, in the past, we've seen friends lead retreats. We've seen friends do full blown like conferences with well over a hundred attendees. And we decided to start small. Every member of our team Maybe except like one or two. For sure, the majority of our team is introverts. Yeah. Strongly. (laughs) And so while I definitely know we could execute on a bigger scale event, I know we need to start somewhere. So we have an idea of like what we're getting ourselves into (laughs) and we can mentally prepare ourselves for what could be something bigger down the road. But starting small feels really good and we're going to be working with our mastermind peeps here in probably Kansas City, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. For logistical reasons. And then what that ultimately turns into six months later or years down the road, I have no idea. But I'm excited about having that unfold. And it has been a powerful experience for us in the past. Well, and we're getting to kind of you know, two birds situation, because we've also always wanted to do a team retreat. But I don't know something about I obviously know it will be worth it. And I know it'll be impactful. And 12 months is just not a year is not very long, honestly, in the grand scheme of things. And for some reason, like the team retreat has always been one of those things like we know how much time it's going to take for us to plan and then to carve out to attend and then recap. And we just really haven't figured out the best way to fit that into like our regular client or business selling schedule. And so we're forcing ourselves to do that with this retreat because we're going to end up tacking on either before or after. We haven't really talked about the logistics of doing an an in-person retreat as well. So like if we're bringing in, you know, if mastermind people are already coming in to hang out, can we not also just have the team here too with not just assistance for the mastermind, but some just team activities as well. And I'm really excited there. We've only met a handful of our team members in person and I'm excited to meet the rest and see how tall everyone is. (laughs) 
The funny thing is, like, I feel like we know all of them well enough that, like, it's not as different as you might think in person. You know, seeing Caitlin as an example last summer, I was like, oh, she's exactly how I expected because we've spent yeah. hours well, and, and hours. Not, I'm not expecting and... to be any different. I just also know that there, there can be so much deeper connections. Oh, 100%. Like in person of just like fireside chats and hanging out. And, and what I'm always interested in learning, because it feels weird to just ask this, which I have asked this before of our team members, but when you get someone in person, you also see their, like how they dress in their cozy habits. Do they like blankets or are they always hot and do they want slippers or are they sensitive to smells and what kind of foods do they order and what do they always drink? And it's those things that I key lock into my memory for like gifts later or like just getting to You're know just like observing later. people. It's- I'll just sit back and be like the big creeper. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So we've talked about mastermind. We've talked about retreat. Now, The next thing that's kind of come around, probably in the middle of those two things, is we've discussed having a live round for the incubator. Yeah. I'm excited for this because we're not entirely sure what it's going to look like. But when we first launched the incubator, so the very first cohort, it was everything was taught live because we were building as clients were coming in and we wanted to let that curriculum evolve based on the needs that y'all had. And I love teaching. I love live teaching. I also know it's like seven years of history shows me that engagement and results are higher when you participate live in something. And so I'm excited to bring something like that back. We're also kind of thinking like a focused version of the incubator, a little bit more condensed on one goal and teaching it live. So there's a couple of different things that we're playing around with there, but I'm really excited for that. Yeah. How that will evolve. I'll be interested, but definitely if it's something you've looked at in the past, keep this in mind for, I would say early Q2. Yeah. Yeah. Late March, early April. I mean, pay attention all the time, but specifically pay attention. Pay attention. (laughs) In terms of other things that are on the docket, I feel like the other stuff, A, the back half of 2023 is a bit more of a mystery than than normal. And that's fine. Uh This time last year, we planned every launch. We knew every date that everything was happening. This year, not so much. (laughs) We we do know when and where we'll be to watch Taylor Swift in 2023, Um, but we do not know when and where we'll be for launching. What's funny, and honestly, those trips will vastly impact what we do here at work. My first like two quarters of 2023 are going to be batshit crazy. A really good friend of mine is getting married next year, and originally she was thinking about a fall wedding, and I was like, great, I love it, like here for it. But as they saw venues and as dates were being taken and other people's schedules were impacted, she's now looking at June. And I'm like, so overwhelmed already about how much travel I have planned and events because, you know, we're, I'm going to Taylor Swift in Nashville. We're, we're doing the mastermind. We'll be planning the retreat sometime around that window. I'm going to Colorado for a family trip, her wedding, and then obviously like the big in-person retreat, not just showing up for that, but planning for that and holding space for that. And then we have our, you know, every other month 
kind of vacation times here at BP. So it will be very interesting on how my productivity has to be managed really well for the first two quarters of the year. But when I was telling Brian, I was like, yeah, Maddie's thinking about a June wedding. He was like, she needs to tell us soon because we're planning a retreat. And I'm like, oh, yes. Oh, my God. That's all going to be around the same time. A hundred percent. We'll definitely need to know dates. The other things that are kind of coming up for me are things that are still in very, very early discussion. So I don't even want to necessarily get too into it. But I will say we have some plans and some thoughts for how the creative template shop will evolve. I was like, where are you going with this? Yeah, we do. We do. This is very in the works. And oh boy, oh boy, would you get it? I feel like it's all in a manila envelope. Like, like oh, Right. I was going to say, well, you would get a peek behind our top secret mind if we like had this full-on conversation right now. There has been a lot of research and a lot of surveying members and just looking at market trends and looking at what's sustainable for our team and for us. And we know that design and templates in and of itself will never go away and they will always be a part of our business. I definitely think that there's going to be a major shift in 2023 with how that actually is delivered to y'all. And I'm excited about it. It's not a bad thing. I'm aiming to make your user experience a lot better and something that's even more efficient and worthwhile for you. Yeah. The reason it's in the top secret envelope is because there are too many options. And if we present them there right now, so you, you would think we hadn't thought about it. No, in fact, it's because we've, we've done nothing but so think about it. About it <laughs> yeah. that we have too many potential directions. We need yeah. to narrow it down before we get too public and sharing it. So the thing that is kind of on my mind is, you know, most of the things we've talked about so far are the things that have been more traditionally tied to the education side of our business. But on the agency side of our business, you know, we were doing agency work all of 2022, but the last four, five months of the year were bananas. So busy. Oh, my Lanta. So busy. I mean, in a good way. It was really fun. We were really able to stretch our creative muscles and like do different kinds of projects and work with different kinds of people, different businesses. And going into next year, we built how many websites created how many sales strategy playbooks? Like there were so many things that we did in that in this last quarter. It's been really fantastic. I I'm curious from your perspective, what do you want to make sure we're doing more of? Like if websites, you, same, hundred percent websites. That is that is the name of my game right now. <laughs> yep, yep. And specifically in the in the way that we did Whitney's, who we've shared her project over on Instagram at Boss Project. If y'all want to check it out, that was such. She was such a fun client to work with and it was such a fun project and it, it stretched us, but also felt familiar in the same way. And I really liked that a lot. Yeah. So I think the thing that if you're thinking about a new website next year, A, for sure, consider working with our team on it. But B, I want to talk a little bit about what I think we do a little bit differently when it comes to websites. So, you know, I think traditionally... You either get someone who's super focused on design or someone who's focused on, not that they're not focused on design when they're focused on strategy, but someone who's maybe more focused on funnels is less interested in 
how it's presented. But what I really love is how we blend the prospect experience with beautiful design and really making sure that front end websites are purposeful and that we take advantage of all the organic traffic Mm -hmm. that you're getting to really push people in the direction that you want your prospects to go in. And for most of our clients, that means booking some sort of consultation or discovery call, but it can mean a variety of things. We've definitely talked to people where it meant, you know, wanting to get them to watch a training before they booked some sort of sales call. I think there's different options. It kind of depends on your industry and what you're ultimately trying to sell. But I really love thinking about how does the whole site connect together and tell the story that it needs to tell about your prospects problems and how you offer a solution and then how we ultimately showcase you as the expert in your industry. It's one of my favorite projects too, are the ones that couple the beautiful website brand and strategy specifically paying attention to the prospect funnel, but then back it up with having our team also build out, okay, when someone fills out that lead form, what happens after that? And how are they brought into your CRM? And how are you notified that you have a new lead and connecting your scheduler and creating automations to communicate with that prospect so that we can nurture them so that they ultimately do become a viable lead and you get to chat with them and show up in your expert way and turn them into a client. And that doing the whole package for me is really, really fun. Yeah, it is really, really fun. I like being a part of the entire experience and and partnering with you in it. Because I think oftentimes what we find with our clients is they're so close to it that they often can't see the biggest opportunities. And so we love being able to kind of back you out a little bit so you have a more clear vision of what it could be or how it could work and partnering with you in that season. I definitely want to do more websites in 2023. So for sure, reach out to us. (laughs) We're booking for a Q1 start dates right now. So feel free to reach out. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm excited to, you know, we launched our new website just a couple months ago and I feel like we haven't gotten to fully utilize it for the amazingness that it is. And I'm excited to have it carry us and, and really like serve what it was designed to do serve as our like information hub for y'all in 2023 and just getting more people to see what else we've got going on over here and to kind of put themselves in the space that makes sense for them right now. Yeah. It's weird sometimes having such a hybrid company where We know our audience is still ginormous, but yet the group of people that we work with every year is so intimate and we know them so well. And so it's, it's really interesting how those kind of feed off of each other. Well, before we close it out, I do want to talk about one other aspect of our company that y'all tend to just be nosy about, but is really something at this point that Emily and I have become less and less involved in which is, I think, been really, really good for us. And what are you talking about? Where is this going? (laughs) Okay, so early 2022, we hired an agent to support our business behind the scenes and more specifically support the podcast. And it took time. It took a lot of time. 
Um, but we are to the point where the podcast is really continuing to grow and our agent is working internally with our team. I wish should say agency because it's not just one person. It's a group of people. Our agency is working internally with our team to connect us with sponsors. And this show is continuing to be monetized so that we can bring you incredibly valuable information for free because so many other people can't afford to produce a show like this because they need to be earning money for the time they're spending doing the thing, which yes, I'm a huge (laughs) advocate of. You need to be getting paid for every aspect of your role. And this, us being able to produce a show with this much free content and not just like surface level content, but like I'm hopeful that this is like the kind of thing that really is impacting your business's bottom line. And we're getting in the trenches with strategy and that wouldn't be possible without our incredible sponsors. And so going into next year, I'll be curious how it continues to evolve because our contracts, you know, initially they were for three months or this many listens, but we're like blowing through the impressions so swiftly. Within like two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) That we're like, oh, Oh. we have two and a half months that, you know, we had kind of slotted this for, but we already blew through the impressions. So it'll be exciting to see how this kind of corner of the internet continues to evolve. Yeah. And truly like y'all listening to those sponsors, those messages from our sponsors And checking them out if they make sense for you helps way more than you know. And if you haven't in a while left a review or rated our podcast wherever you listen, I know only how it works inside Apple Podcasts. But if you haven't done that, truly, truly helps so much. And it's free for you to do. It takes just a couple minutes. So spend some time today and and see how you can rate, review, subscribe on Apple or wherever you listen. And if there's someone you know who you could share this show with, definitely do that. It definitely helps expand our listener base when you share with like-minded friends. We want to continue to grow the space of amazing people like y'all. So go share it with someone you know and love and go rate, review, and subscribe. And I cannot wait to see how we all continue to do incredible things in 2023. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy-to-customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor, to get podcast updates and all the behind the scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show, but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.